Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, good mythical morning, everyone. It's Vita Grill Economist. So with my main man, El Cuco himself, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. All the links are in the description box. And also check out our paid sponsor, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. Go there and see. Do they have new products there? Yeah, I tell you what. Hey, is that I'm- wedding cake flavor? I'm I'm super excited. I spent uh, the day out at the office and uh, met with uh, Sterling, who's the the creator of Some Edibles, and he was going through his his products and he was all excited to show me all this cool stuff. I'm like, man, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, how's inventory? How's inventory? We ready to roll? And he said yes, and he he showed me the the all the product and everything. So we are we are ready. I'm super excited uh, to announce that we're doing a promo uh, for Rogue listeners. So go to mycbedibles.com. Uh, Rogue 425 is the promo code, and that will save you 25% off of all purchases. And if you want to save yourself a little bit more money, uh, buy $50 or more, and that will include free shipping on that. So Rogue 425 at checkout, great products, indulge. Rogue 25, the coupon code it is, folks. Go check it out. And uh, with that being said, El Cuco, how was your weekend? I know it was a fight night on Saturday. For those of you who've seen the UFC fight, um, I heard it was uh, pretty epic. Yeah, I had a great weekend, man. The weather was the weather was overall was nice. We did have one one rainy day, but man, I tell you, it's just uh, interesting times indeed. But I, I slowed down to spend time with family, uh, with 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 friends, with the UFC fight night. So, V, I, I hope you had a great weekend as well, man. And our very, bu- very busy weekend. Sunday, dude. I just spent the entire day in bed. I literally just recovering. <laughs> just you know what it was. This past week was so damn busy. I probably had maybe. I don't know, Jesus, maybe 12 hours of sleep, uh, maybe 15 hours of sleep the entire week. You know, Holy cow, dude, that, that is not healthy. No, I know. So Sunday, literally, I stayed in bed. I literally slept the entire day. I feel refreshed. I woke up this morning, went to the gym. You know, I, I did my all my glute exercises just on the right glute, only, only focusing on the right glute. And I feel great. You know, I feel pumped. I feel loose. I feel I feel ready to get at it, man. I feel refreshed. I'm glad we're Good back deal. here Monday on the main channel, folks. We are on the main channel, and this will also be uploaded to our website, roguenews.com. Um, so make sure you guys check that out. And yeah, and just some, and, yeah, no, just yeah. real quick. Yeah, remember that you know, even though we're we're live here on YouTube, the replays are all going to roguenews.com. So I know some people will start to listen and, you know, hey, something comes up, whatever, I'll go back and listen to it. So if you can't find it, roguenews.com, just just bookmark that, make it your favorites, make it make it your your homepage when you launch yeah. your browser, it goes to roguenews.com. Exactly. Or download I'm not telling you what to do, but just do it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you exactly what to do. Download the damn thing to your home screen on your on your on your phone. And when you click on it, it, it becomes like its own little persistent web app, and you can listen to it even with your phone off. You can listen to it if you're running like a, you know, Google Chrome or or whatnot. The, the latest greatest browser allows you to play uh, background uh, audio while the phone is off, so to speak, or the screen is off. So you could just you know continue to listen to that. So make sure you guys do that. 
Uh, we are working on alternative means of streaming and other platforms, which will be up and running. Um, roguenews.com is being revamped. I'm seeing some of the uh, beta tests, the beta sites for it and stuff like that, which will be pretty darn cool. Uh, we're going to have a, a whole slew of writers on board, uh, which will be fun. Uh, I'm going to get back to pumping out articles as well, uh, which is great, uh, you know, depending on the schedule and all that. But I'm not, I'm definitely going to be doing it, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, man, with that all being said, Siege, what, what do you want to get into, bro? What's on your radar screen? What do you want to talk about? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Where, wherever you want to go, bro. I mean, I, I do. I do have a, a, just a, a couple of things to share real quick. Hey, we're going to call the Kuth the Cerveza. That's the cerveza. what we're going to call it. We're going to call it the Cerveza sickness, man. Cerveza. I, I finally have some, some firsthand um, observations of, of, of Kobe, the co- of COVID. Cerveza. 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 And let, yeah. and let me tell you something. Just, just overall in general, I will, I will be real brief. That if, if you're not in somewhat kind of, of physical shape, if you're not, um, you know, monitoring what you eat, uh, being healthy and everything, this thing will be much more challenging on you than if you're if you're healthy. If you got lung capacity, all that kind of good stuff, you're you more than likely. And this is not health advice. You're probably going to be be okay. So, you know, that's the best thing to do is is to go on the offense with this thing, right? Is is not to wait. Is to go on the offense, get in the gym, do some cardio two or three days a week. It doesn't have to be like overly aggressive. Just ease your way back into it. Get your flexibility. Uh, but this thing is not nice to people who have unhealthy lifestyles. V. That is for sure, bro. For sure, without a doubt. You know, me and the better half were talking about that. This is like the if you are a oh my god. I mean, you know, uh, I'm I'm gonna tell you uh, if you're if you are severely out of shape, you're like obese. You got underlying comorbidity. This could take you out. This could take you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a healthy person, you're fine. You're gonna be a okay. You you know you'll deal with it. Your mortality rate is like point zero 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 one percent. It's a joke, right? But if you have comorbidities, if you're a a fatty McJackson, you know your your weekends are spent you know popping ho hos and 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 uh, what are they what are they these ho hos and dum dums? They called dum dums. Gosh, yeah, Dum Dums, Little Debbie's, Hostess, yeah. Bomb, yeah. Oh, bomb Bombs, that's what it is. Big, big gulps, <laughs> uh, 44-ounce big gulps from, uh, from oh, 7-Eleven. Yeah, man, it's like, you ever see people walking out with them big gulps, like 72 ounces of soda, like a bucket of soda? I mean, good God. It's going to take you out. The cerveza. The cerveza. You, you know, the cerveza sickness will take you out, man. No, no questions asked. It will take you out. And it's pretty interesting, see, Revolver. Man, I got to give Revolver props. Okay, not only are they kill you. you got to disclose. If you if you bought stock in Revolver or you have an equity if share. If they go public, I'm buying stock. You... <laughs> I like what they do. Look, I mean, they got, look, when it comes to the geopolitical, geostrategic, geoeconomic, ain't nobody better in the game than Rogue. We ahead of everybody. You know, we got some other guys who do a great job, too. Like, we got our boys over at the Duran. Uh, Alex and Alex over at Duran, they do an awesome job. Um, we have um, – that's it. Holy shit, Siege. Besides you and me, it's Alex and Alex over at the Duran. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's Who it. else? Who else does the ge- – like, nobody breaks down the geopolitical, geoeconomic, and then connect it all together. Nobody does that like us. Everybody else is on domestic issues. You know, Infowars.com, Revolver, um, you know, um, um, the National, all these guys. The, the, that's all domestic stuff, right? And it, it, as soon as they, you know, as soon as they start talking like international politics, as soon as they start talking about the economics of things, you you kind of see how amateur. You kind of like for 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 someone like me when I read that. Oh my God! You guys are getting out of your wheelhouse. It it, it it sounds amateurish what they're saying. It sounds, you know, kind of like it sounds stupid. Honestly, it sounds like like really ill, really ill informed. But apart from that, they do a freaking awesome job domestically and cracking stories. Revolver's been killing it with the with the January sixth nonsense that's been going on. They've been cracking that thing right open. And uh, folks, I'll be honest with you. For my domestic news, I do love Revolver. I'm not. I'm not going to front. But right here, 
Um, they have a great article here about the Revolver exclusive Big Farmer shell game tricking our military into mandatory jabs. Okay. Man- m- medical treatments. Mandatory medical treatments, CJ. And for the cerveza. Cerveza. <laughs> Last month, Revolver exclusively published a paper by Navy Commander J.H. Furman warning that mandatory cerveza, vac- cerveza jabs of the entire Navy could constitute a national security threat. Hmm. Now Furman had produced another paper describing what he calls a shell game by which other U.S. governmental agencies and several pharmaceutical companies are tricking the Navy into embracing mandatory vaccination at great risk to the United States. His paper is reproduced below. That's what he writes. At the turning point of the Spanish-American War, a single American officer volunteered to carry a critical message through impossible enemy lines to a faithful ally named General Garcia, forever changing the course of that war and our country. Today, one million cerveza, non-jabbed, brave military messengers, God, that's a mouthful, would deliver a no less existential dispatch. The U.S. military is being led by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration the Centers for Disease Control, and the Pfizer-BioNTech drug companies resulting in the current mandatory cerveza jab policies, while some media outlets reflexively cheer on the deadly shell game. Is our military leadership prematurely mandating a, a jab that their personnel cannot or should not or legally receive? Could that decision prove to be detrimental to the military? Now, the commander... Furman, he, he cracks open something very, very profound here. And Revolver does a good job breaking it down, okay? This is very, very interesting. Now, see, you, you would think that Pfizer was the one making the vaccine, right? I mean, the, the cerveza jab, the treatment the for the cerveza. See, see, see. You would think that, right? Si, you would think that all of a sudden that the... the Fool, the 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 uh, hmm, the what was another name for the the foolish drug dealing administration, the FDA, the foolish drug dealing administration, has given this authorization to use this Pfizer jab that it's all legit, it's all copacetic, right? I mean, we would think that, but what Commander Furman has uncover, uncovered was just incredible siege. Okay, so you go to that FDA letter right there. Go down. Hmm? Uh, scroll down to that FDA letter. Which one is it? It's uh, right there. Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. Right I thought there. you meant the link. Oh, no, no, <laughs> man. Right the, actual, the actual letter is there. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is uh, from the FDA to BioNTech Manufacturing GmbH. CJ. Biontech Manufacturing. Does that say Pfizer? Please refer. No, it does not be. And GmbH, for those that don't know, is is a, a German-based company. Corporations are called GmbH. You know, like like you know, type of cars I like oh, are M cars. Okay, right? they're produced in the M division for BMW's GmbH, right? Or Porsche GmbH, based in Stuttgart. Yes. All right, so it says, uh, listen to this. Let's go to the licensing. We are issuing the Department of Health and Human Services U.S. license number 2229 hmm, two, four, six, six, four, six, okay, to uh, BioNTech Manufacturing GmbH in Mainz, Germany, under the provisions of Section 351A, of the PHS Act controlling the manufacture and sale of biological products. The license authorizes you to introduce or deliver for introduction into interstate commerce those products for which your company has demonstrated compliance with establishment and product standards. Under this license, you're authorized to manufacture the product, the cerveza, that jab, mRNA, which is indicated for active immunizations to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 caused by severe acute respiratory syndrome in individuals 16 years of age and older. 
The review of this product was associated with the following national clinical trial. and give you the no, no, clinical trial numbers. Under this license, you're approved to manufacture, blah, 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 <clears throat> so on and so forth. And you go to page 12. You scroll down a little bit more. This product has not been approved or licensed by the FDA, but has been authorized for use under the F- by the FDA under the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization, to prevent the Cerveza disease of 2019 for use in individuals 12 years and older, and the emergency use of this product is only authorized for the duration of the declaration that the circumstances exist justifying the authorization of emergency use of the medical product under blah, blah, blah. If Pfizer-BioNTech, condition related to the export, if if Pfizer-BioNTech, Cerveza 19, is exported from the United States, conditions, blah, 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 uh, and this is what it says. Confused yet? The CDC did not help matters either. On Monday, August 31st, their advisory committee on immunization practices released an inaccurate statement. The committee's public announcement unanimously endorsed the FDA license of the Pfizer-BioNTech licensed vaccine. See, there's a problem. The problem is Comarty, right, which is the, the jab that they made for the Cerveza, Cerveza 2019, baby, right? The Comarty shot, the jab, is made by a company called BioNTech. It's not made by Pfizer. What the hell? What the hell? Check this out. The old switcheroo. The old, watch this. Okay, here we go. In the first letter, the FDA issued that only Cerveza 19 Vax for the, you know, I can't keep saying Cerveza. I might have to just go back to Koof. For the Koof. <laughs> Owned by the German company BioNTech, not Pfizer. It is not produced for a U.S. license label anywhere in the FDA's jurisdiction. In their second letter, the FDA reissued the emergency youth authorization for the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19, not FDA license. The letter officially designates Comirnaty. What a stupid name. Comirnaty. Comirnaty. As the license name for the COVID-19 vax, mRNA. This EUA explicitly states that Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine has not been approved or licensed by the FDA, but has been authorized by emergency use by the FDA. It goes to assert that Pfizer-BioNTech, COVID 19 vax, and Cominati formulations are the same and thereby can be clinically substitutable. The FDA notes the abundant supply of Pfizer-BioNTech, COVID 19 and the non-availability of Cominati in the U.S. market. Then they explicitly reaffirm that Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine is, in fact, experimental and only covered by the EUA and not an FDA license. So which one is it? Which one is it? Is it emergency use case? Emergency use case means that this is a unique pathogen that's out there, a unique type of illness. The Cerveza 19 is very dangerous. And that there's no other treatment for it. There's no other known treatment for it. And we know at this stage of the game, damn near 600 days into this nonsense, you and I and everybody listening to us know that there are a myriad and a multitude of treatments for this. One of this is the is the mononuclear uh, treatments, antibody treatments, which the uh, the crash test dummy in the White House is blocking. Some of us also know that certain drugs, which I will not mention, that starts with an I for one of them and an H for another one, is also a viable treatment for this. And we also know that vitamin D. We also know that NAC. We also know that glutathione. We also know that various other natural substances are proven effective. And we also know the damn bloody death rate for the majority of the population is like 0.0002%. So there's no need to go about this. But we also know, Siege. Mm-hmm that a lot of young boys ages between, let's just say, if you're a teenager to 25, you got a very high chance of this jacking up your heart to the point that you have a 50 to 75% chance 
of needing some sort of an open heart surgery and or heart replacement in three to five years. So why the hell are they doing this? Why the hell are they doing this? Pfizer company issued a forward-looking press release that was so easily misinterpreted. Excuse me. Perhaps they were hoping the mundane went unnoticed. As the pharmaceutical giant intermingled complex terms, Pfizer, BioNTech, Cominarty, CUF-19, mRNA, EUA, authorized proof, licensed manufacturer, legal owner, national markets, etc., etc., the corporate relationship between Pfizer and BioNTech is no less convoluted. The joint venture and vaccine names also similar only add to the confusion, all of which potentially prevented a clear understanding of the important legal and regulatory nuances and allowed a fearful U.S. public to believe an available jab was now regulatorily licensed for their safety and legal recourse, when in reality it was not. In brief, the BioNTech marketing arm of the two company enterprises in the U.S. and Europe and U.K., Pfizer produced a commonality for BioNTech while both submitted supporting material for the license. BioNTech alone received the FDA license for commonality. Both Pfizer, BioNTech, COF-19 uh, Vax, and the commonality were covered in part by the reissued EUA. Both Pfizer, BioNTech, COF-19 jab and the COF-19 vax mRNA may be available in all the countries, yet Cominarty is not available anywhere under the FDA jurisdiction. And if and when this occurs, Cominarty manufactured, filled, and labeled, and packaged as Pfizer. Both Pfizer-produced vax are at times marketed as Cominarty outside the U.S., while only COF-19 vax mRNA is officially recognized as Cominarty in this country. Recent U.S. military vaccine mandates look to be a direct result of the manufacturer confusion. August 24, 2021, the DOD guidance stated that the department will only use the COF-19 vax that receives full licensure from the FDA. A fully FDA-licensed COF-19 vax is not available to U.S. service members. They are simply not able to legally comply with the DOD mandate. By administrative and regulatory law, it appears that all public and private institutions are not allowed to mandate EUA medical products. In 21 U.S. Code 360BB3 authorization for medical products for use in emergency and unapproved products, it says the recipients, quote, have the option to accept or refuse administration of the product. In the FDA's own policy guidelines, it is written that recipients have the option to accept or refuse the emergency use authorization of the product under U.S. Code 335I, subsection 4. Related regulation says the informed consent process typically requires human subjects to agree to the receipt upon a disclosure that the product in question is not yet FDA approved, and that receipt of such a product is voluntary. Informed consent is required to administer the EUA vaccines for few exceptions. The newly mandated Pfizer-BioNTech-CUF-19 jab is legally still defined as an EUA and therefore cannot be mandated in the military unless informed consent is waived by a presidential waiver and according to the U.S. Code 1107 of Title 10 and DOD I-6 blah, 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 only after meeting specific criteria. Two of these criteria apparently preclude its issues in this case. Number one, specified military operation presents a substack risk that military personnel may be subject to a chemical, biological, nuclear, or other exposure likely to produce death or serious life-threatening injury. And two, no available satisfactory alternative therapeutic or preventative treatment in relation to the intended use of this investigational new drug. And there you go. If there is no other treatment, here's your two choices in order to do an EOA. You are under impending nuclear, biological, radiological, chemical weapons exposure to which there is no available treatment, or two, there is something that is happening into which there is no viable alternative treatment for this disease. 
So legally, this does not fit the, the criteria. There are several people that are in law, that are in the military that are right now in the process of resigning. And the moron, the crash test dummy, and the amateurs and the brain-dead morons that are in the White House think that if they somehow institute a dishonorable discharge, which is basically a minor felony, for anybody who tries to resign by rejecting the coup, it's going to make things better. It's not. Folks, right now there are lawsuits that are ramping up across the country all over this. Because this is a shell game. You're talking about a, a, a jab that was never developed by Pfizer. A jab that is so damn experimental that the very technology, the inventor of the technology, Dr. Robert Malone, has said this is not something that you'd want to use for a jab to treating. It's not, it's not supposed to be used as a vaccine. It's gene therapy originally designed for cancer patients. And all of this is coming to a light. How this is going to play out in the next coming days and weeks remains to be interesting. I, for one, feel this narrative, CJ, that they're pulling together, especially all across the West, because the West now is in a race. They're in a breakneck race to build back better. They're in a breakneck race and speed in order to be the new green the green new deal all the while blaming china all the while blaming russia all the while blaming everybody and their grandmother as to why their economies and their way of life is being degraded and destroyed look at australia one of the, a country i cannot even call any sort of a, dem a democratic uh, republic, or I can't even call it a democracy, I can't even call it a liberal democracy, I don't know what the hell it is. It is a prison island. And yet, even today, the Heritage Foundation has Australia in their top five list of freest countries. Are you friggin' kidding me? But they don't care. That guy, Stephen Andrews, or Andrew, whatever the guy's name is, the, the premier of Melbourne or South Australia, he doesn't care. Look at him. He's a, he's a disgusting little freak. He doesn't care. See, folks, the U.S. military is like, wait a minute. Uh, many members of the military are like, wait a second. You want us to jab ourselves. Why is the military forced to be jabbed? Well, simple. Several decades ago, the military became the corporate arm of corporate America. In corporate America, it's all about being woke, hence the military went woke. In corporate America, it's all about getting the jab in order for you to work. Therefore, the military's got to get the jab in order to get to work. Pushback has to start. It has to start right now. Siege. CJ, are you there? Sorry about that. My mute button wouldn't release. I think I need a new mic. The mute button gets stuck. But we, <laughs> I think in terms of, yeah, I mean, you start to ask the question, you know, you know, why? You know, why would why would why would the FDA, why would Pfizer, you know, be involved and play this role? And it could be, you know, obviously because of of uh, you know, maybe product liability where they felt comfortable saying, hey, you know what, we we have a, a an affiliate that is manufacturing this for us because we don't want to deal with this even though they have uh product liability right um i think where it's challenging nowadays v is to really convince anyone anything differently uh that hey look to to do to do this you know you still have to continue to do more of the same you have to mask up social distance you know get the get the jab and that's that's the challenging part is that we can't openly discuss this i was in, listening to a conversation the other day and it was talking about how uh newsom won by a pretty significant amount in, in California and people were, people were like, you know, you, and you guess you can say, well, yeah, but it was rigged and all that. But let's say, let's say it wasn't, let's say that he, he truly won by majority, apparently like in the feeds that were coming in and, and mind you that this was in, in California, but a lot of the comments, like when he, he tweeted out and said, Hey, you know what we won, let's, let's get going. Let's do this. Like there were like thousands of posts that people were like, well, now can we do the vaccine passport? Now can we do all these things? So I, 
I don't know. I think we're in the 11th hour of this in regards to convincing anyone any, any, any differently uh, because the, 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 whether you call a skill set of critical thinking, you know, for the most part, it's been removed from a significant amount of our population. They just, they just strictly don't, don't do it. They listen to something on the news. They listen to something that, 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 that Biden says that Fauci says, and it's like, it's like the Bible, right? It's like, we, we have to do this. So I think in terms of, of looking at this and looking at some of the mandates that are pushed forth, you know how we said for a while, V, that, hey, look, if you're not in the right state, you're not doing the right things, you need to move yourself to a safe heart and getting yourself to a safe area. And now the, the same thing is kind of unfolding in the same with, with companies and where people are working. And is this mandate, this this these forcings, is it is it potentially by by design? Because they know that, again, the new model that we're evolving to, the system can't sustain the unemployment, the, 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 tra- the economic transition that we're witnessing. You know, is there, is there a design here to, you know, reduce those unemployment and things are going? Shoot, I even, I was told the other day, V, uh, f- firsthand of a company that's mandated this for their, their employees, that they actually have to sign a, a non-liability disclosure with the, against, against the company. In other words, hey, we're forcing you as a company to go do this. And by the way, before you do it, we need you to sign this, removing us from any type of liability from forcing you to do this because we don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. They literally, no, they have to sign it before they get the job in terms condition of their employment. They have to sign off on all liability against the company in case something happens with them. Once they get mandated that that's the level that we're, we're operating in. And I tell you what, at the end of the day, I, I, I I know it's challenging. I to, to, to do that, but I think we are going to see that we're going to see, an exit strategy or not exit strategy. We're going to see an exit and mass exodus of a lot of people, whether it's the police department, you know, the military in, in New York, for example, where they, they did, uh, they, I guess it was a federal judge that did block this for the teachers in regards to the, the teachers union, people that are living in the industry. But shit, I've been told that like New York or New Jersey, I can't remember where it was. They're actually making plans because they understand the exodus that's going to happen in the oh, hospitals yeah. with staff that they're planning, they're preparing the national guard to come in and backfill some of these, these positions. V. I, it's just insane. It truly is. It, it's so stupid, right? You got the idiot, uh, moronic governor of New York, Hochul, whatever Hochul is her name. Right. And she's mandating it. We're going to, yeah, we're going to get the national guard come in and fill in tens of thousands of positions. They can't do that. The National Guard is not made to they're not they're not equipped to even handle anything like that. <laughs> I mean these, these people these, this is the this is the, the the typical it's the prototypical bureaucratic response in the west, right? It's the typical western politician response. No, we're going to do this. Okay, but how are you going to do that? What are the logistics involved? Can they meet those requirements? For how long can they meet those requirements? Those, those and those requirements that they cannot meet what else can you do to fill it in? They haven't thought about any of that. They just blurt axioms and, 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 and blibs, and they think they're actually saying something that's, that's, that even remotely resembles a solution, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Switching gears as we go from the malarkey, okay, the malarkey of this whole cerveza nonsense, the fact that Pfizer doesn't even make the damn jab. It's proof now. It's an absolute proof. It's in the FDA letter. They don't make it. They're rebadging somebody else's vaccine. And that somebody else took the mRNA technology for something that was not even supposed to be utilized for the treatment of viruses. And they re-engineered it. And now they have a leaky vaccine, as Dr. Robert Malone has said so eloquently. We've got to see if we can get him on, Siege. Roger. Switching gears. 90% of fuel pumps run dry in major British cities after panic buying. And we have our, our buddies out in the UK, like Dixie, who's a regular on, you know, listener on to the show. What is going on in the UK? I know the UK is fighting like mad, trying to prevent themselves being turned into Australia or New Zealand for, for the matter. And here we have the Petrol Retailers Association has claimed that in some parts of the UK, 90% of pumps are dry after Britain's descended on four courts, even as the government promised that there was nothing to worry about. We're unfortunately seeing panic buying of fuel in many areas of the country, Gordon Bomber, Executive Director of Petrol Retailers Association, said. We need some calm. 
If people drain the network, then it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. The PRA, which represents independent fuel retailers, who now account for 65% of all UK forecasts, said their members had reported widespread shortages between 50 and 90% of pumps running dry in some areas. Bomber's comments comes just days after the government dismissed any talk of fuel shortages and said Britain should go about buying fuel as usual. However, the government's remarks were not heeded as queues formed outside petrol stations across the country throughout the weekend. Many stations were forced to close as eager motorists queued up for fuel. On Monday, Environmental Secretary George Eustace said the government would not be calling on the Army to deliver fuel to dry fuel stations across the country. We have no plans at the moment to bring in the Army to actually do driving, Eustace stated, but added that the Ministry of Defense trainers were being drafted to clear a backlog of heavy goods vehicles driving tests, blah, and so on and so forth. We're seeing the videos and pictures of thousands of motorists queuing up for fuel. Now, I don't know what started this siege. Is it? Look, here's the deal. And this, I think people need to uh, really take a look at this. There are currently right now over 75 ships that are just literally floating like barges off the coast of L.A. They can't make it into port. They're waiting to get into port. There's not enough dock workers. California is going through another shutdown. There's limitations on how many people could work. There's vaccine requirements, blah, 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 blah. These muckety-muck far leftist nut jobs and status. These bureaucrats have made a mess out of the economy. Now, we could argue whether it's done on purpose or it's pure idiocy at work. We can debate that. But the problem is this. if If it's just bulk carriers that are just waiting to make port, it's only a matter of time that petroleum bulk carriers also will be waiting to make port. We have a hurricane right now, Hurricane Sam, which is looks like it can go on two ways in the track. It could have another hit in New York, or it could kind of veer off and get into the North Atlantic. It can probably do some damage. That could also cause some shipping delays. But the fact remains also... What are the port situations in the UK looking like? What is the port situations in the EU looking like? Is it similar to what we're seeing in California and through many places throughout the world? And it's only a matter of time before these backlogs of supplies begin to start affecting fuel reserves. So is it a panic buy that, that certain people in Britain are deciding, hey, you know what, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start, you know, storing up and hoarding fuel? Possibly, maybe. But is there a potential that we could be seeing some fuel shortages in the UK? Yes. Because when you've locked down your economy for this long and you're creating a supply, see, see, see folks, let me explain that to you. If there's a, 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 a boat carrying supplies of socks and that's backlogged and that boat is you know, filled with socks is just floating out somewhere, well, that boat with the socks uh, shipment is going to backlog the boat who has the shipment for wooden spoons. And then the wooden spoons boat is going to backlog the rubber tire boat. And then the rubber tire boat is going to backlog the petroleum boat. And it goes on and on and on until all of a sudden the petroleum, the oil industry, can't move their stuff. Hmm. This is problematic. And in the country that we live in, in the United States, and same thing goes for the UK, there hasn't been any new refinery production in terms of adding more refineries to the continental United States or to the or to the UK, I, I believe in the last 30, 40 years. None. No new refineries. So there's no new capacity to intake the fuel. Mm. Yeah. Now Costco is reporting the toilet paper is running out of Yancey. Yeah, you know, a couple of thoughts, and I hadn't really looked into this a whole lot in regards to the, the UK and, and what's happening. It kind of seemed like it popped up from nowhere. 
but there's a, there's a few cl clues of, of things that could be happening, right? Like one of which could be the potential that the green new deal, right? Like, you know, pushing people to understand that, look, you know, we've, we've got to evolve into uh, the, the electric vehicles, you know, this is what's happening because our demand on fuel and, and we're, we're shortages. So we, we need to push forward this green new deal and, and what, what's that statement that they may grow back better, <laughs> whatever they say, grow, grow, back so, better. grow back better. So that's one perspective that, that potentially could be happening. The other thing that you have to keep in mind as well is that, you know, for some reason, it looks like the old Bush era doctrine of, coalition of powers is starting to reform and come together again. And I'm not sure what they have on Boris Johnson, but it looks like he is now willing to join that coalition. I'm not sure where the majority of, of imports come in terms of, of the UK uh, of fuel, but is, are they potentially uh, purchasing and saving that fuel and getting ready for some type of war footing? Uh, in other words, in other words, they don't have an, if they have a national storage capacity that they haven't maintained for quite a while for because they didn't see a need and they do foresee some type of escalation happening in the in the future that that to me could be a real potential especially when you look at some of the clues right when you look at their you know the uk is very willing at this point to join the biden administration and continue pushing china into this this uh confrontation that yep. I we pray and hope that doesn't happen. So so there's numerous things to consider here. I don't I don't think what we're looking at face value, I think there's more happening to this story. And then there's people trying to spin it. There's one article I think in the Guardian that says uh, Brexit is a result of all this uh because this is happening. So so keep that in mind as we as we continue to 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 navigate that and monitor what's happening with the the aggression with uh China V. Yeah, 1000% you have all these activated terror groups like the EL, the um, East Turka, Turkman, uh, Turkestan Islamic Movement, the ETIM, which was a known terrorist organization, which was fighting with ISIS in northern Syria, all of a sudden gets delisted as a terror group. And the ETIM is actively involved in the Uyghur province of Xinjiang in China. And it's a fra it's a minority population, it's a tiny fraction of fanatics that are in Zhejiang that do that. And they're the ones that were responsible for the 2013 terror attack and active terrorist uh, recruitment in that area. And you're seeing also the NGOs, NGOs that have occurred. We, we all remember the, the, the Sunflower Revolution that occurred in Taiwan, putting far leftists in the government of Taiwan who are sympathetic to Washington, D.C., doing Washington, D.C.'s. Well, think about it. You got politicians in Taiwan who are all CIA stooges begging the United States to go ahead and nuke China. Does this benefit the people of Taiwan? Who is Taiwan's number one trading partner? China. Who is their biggest export market? China. Who is their biggest importer? China. So does this help the people of Taiwan to kill off the most economically viable trading partner they have? Hell no. B, I threw this up real quick, and this is based upon 2020, and it was looking at uh, – this is from Statista.com, and it looked like it looked like at imports of natural gas and crude oil. And crazy enough, it could be because of the United States, because of, of how – the Biden administration is looking at, at, you know, oil production and going into some of the, the they're, they're implementing some of the restrictions back that, that Trump, the Trump administration had released. So, so if the United States was the second larger uh, providing most imports to the UK, it could, could be a result of something that we're doing here in the U S as well. Maybe this is how we strong arm them into coming to the table with, you know, joining the, the coalition against China. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Exactly. Correct. You know, oh, you know, we got to get the evil Chinese. And the same thing, it's the same groups, the same NGOs that are in Taiwan is the same NGOs that are active in Hong Kong. You see an encirclement happening. Then you see the nuke deal, the nuclear submarine deal that happened with Australia that we've, you know, we've talked about in length. This is insane. Their system is collapsing. Okay, their fiat central bank disgusting system that has been done doing nothing but robbing and raping you by inflating bubbles. 
from one every time a bubble pops, it's more and more wealth siphoned from the people to the elite few, from the people to the oligarchs. And now it's, you know, the final act that we're witnessing. Bingo. Well said. Yep. I think we're entering that final act. Last but not least, Siege, I want to cover what Exceptional Stand's wonderful, wonderful ideas that it had that's recently been disclosed as to what they wanted to do with Julian Stodge. You want to break that down for us, man? Mm, gosh, you know, this is this is very interesting and telling. And everyone, I don't have to restate the whole thing with Julian Assange. Everyone's very familiar with Vault 7, right? With the Vault 7 yeah. dump that occurred. But there's new data. Again, I'm questioning the timing of why this is coming out. But this data, data actually reveals quite a bit in regards to what happened once Pompeo came in, which, you know, I never did like Pompus Pompeo. I always said that he was a bad actor. I think he has political aspirations, which is very scary. Uh, but basically in 2017, Assange began the fifth year uh, holdup in the Ecuadorian embassy, which we're very familiar with. But it appears with this new trove of information that's coming out was that the senior officials inside the CIA and the Trump administration even discussed killing Assange. Going as far as sketches or options on how to assassinate him, discussions over kidnapping or killing Assange occurred at the highest levels of the Trump administration, said a former senior counterintelligence officer official. There seemed to be no boundaries. So, you know, this is very interesting because, again, we know what Vault 7 uh, contained, it, it, massive of information on, on how the spy network does work, on how basically they could embed any type of virus code into anywhere, you know, in particular, you know, hey, you know what, you know, the the Chinese and the Russia hacked our our uh, grid here in the United States and the, <laughs> the CIA and the intelligence groups have the ability to make it look like the footprint that the information came from from offshore somewhere. So so it revealed quite a bit. But this is the first time that it's just been adamantly, you know, just acknowledged that the fury that Pompeo had, and I'm and I'm not surprised by this. And uh, V, I, it doesn't surprise me that that you know that this this is the route that Pompeo wanted to go. Yeah, uh, it doesn't surprise me that what, what that a devout Christian he is, right? Plotting assassination attempts, right? Well, remember you Christian. get you have to remember that Pompeo in that that open speech that he gave to. Yep. I can't remember if it was a university or wherever. He said, you know what? We, we, we lie. We steal. We cheat. And it's part of the job. It's part, part of what we do. And then he laughed while saying it. <laughs> and then he laughed. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. You know, the agency, we, we learn to lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> we did anything we can. <laughs> but I'm a man of faith. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a devout Christian. <laughs> it's a devout neocon. He's a, you, know, you know, the problem is, man, we don't have statesmen anymore in this country. We don't have statesmen. We have politicians and bureaucrats. And they're both like literally. I think dog poop has has more value than these idiots. Seriously, man, it's unbelievable. Well, well and and what, what's crazy, and because I know that at, at this time it really it plays out into like Trump and and all that kind of stuff. And and I mean, let let's let's be adamant about this. Like, either Trump was like that dumb, which I don't think that he is. I, I either that dumb to 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 sign off on this thing, especially when you you have someone like him through the campaign trail that you know all the time like. Wiki, I like I like WikiLeaks. I like I like <laughs> WikiLeaks. So so which is it? You know, you he can't can't he, he can't uh, state that I was just that dumb and I didn't know what Pompeo was uh, uh, you know attempting to do, and then also say at the same time that that information was kept you know from him when he's out there saying I like WikiLeaks. So he you know he knew, and this was probably part of the the the, the strategy that Pompeo was able to. To influence now, he may not have known about specifically some of the covert operations. I, I recommend everyone to go to Edward Snowden's Twitter handle uh, because he he goes through and goes in depth on this. He looks at the timing of it, breaks out some of the the, the secret cameras that they had were recording weird things that were that were occurring outside of the embassy that happens to coincide uh, with the dates and the timing of this to kind of, in other words, what he Snowden was doing was trying to validate. Uh, this article a little bit. So yeah, it's just, it doesn't, you know, again, if you look at what we're currently doing, uh, attempting to extradite Julian to the United States, there's, there's literally like no reason uh, to do that. I mean, and, and gosh, darn it. I, we, we probably need to get somebody back on from the free Assange uh, movement to give us an update on everything that's, um, 
um, that's that's taken place. I know that the the court did uh, win, or I'm sorry, the the United States did win some type of, of a validation to re reengage in terms of extraditing him to the United States. But boy, I tell you what, this speaks volumes in terms of of what we do, and you know, and and, be, and getting back to the the fact that we always you know reprimand uh, China, right? That China does this, and they. They, they don't have free speech. They don't have all these things, but we, we seldom reflect upon what happens in our own country. We, we, we seldom look at, look at the shutdown of, of, of the media or, or the alternative media from the YouTube and all that. We seldom look at acts like this where yep. there's truth information that's revealed and we don't point a finger at ourselves enough to say we allow this stuff to happen and this, this stuff takes place in our backyards, V. Yeah, 100%. We're the most repressive regime on God's green earth. We have a a body count, the likes of which would make Hitler blush. Uh, in the last 50 years, we've overthrown over 35 democratic elected governments globally. We are in, we are involved in actively using siege warfare tactics of the 21st century, known as sanctions, to starve out populations. We are robbing nations of their natural resources, preventing them from getting it, and then sanctioning them so they don't have money to even buy food or medicine for their population in the midst of a quote-unquote global pandemic. That's who we are. Folks, you don't get to do the type of shit that this country does and expect God not to take care of you on the other side of this whole entire nonsense, okay? There's an old rule. You can't break God's laws. You could only confirm them. What goes around comes around, and karma is a bitch with claws and fangs. With that being That's said, one, one last thing I want to touch base upon. It seems like... Seems like they're all catching up to the gorilla siege. I was a man like damn near five years ahead of my time. Dow 40,000, a huge disappointment of promises. Now they're calling for it. This is uh, realinvestmentadvice.com, RIA. Dow 40,000, yes, it will eventually happen. Such should not be surprising given the massive amounts of global liquidity chasing fewer assets. While Dow 40,000 will undoubtedly bring about part the, the party hats, it's also a massive disappoint, dis, disappointment on the promise made to investors. And basically, this article is, is detailing what I've said several years ago. And I said, hey, you know what? Dow 29,000, we're going to hit there. We hit that. Dow 35,000, we're going to hit that. We're going to go down 40,000. And look, these guys are catching up. And I said that that's where they're going to hit the. They're going to hide much of the inflation, much of the dollars being dumped over, bro, you know, overseas, are going to be utilizing specific derivative vehicles, reshuffled into American equities, put into the American stock market. You're going to see high stock prices. But. <clears throat> It's going to be a monolith that casts a shadow on a broken and dilapidated physical economy. And that's exactly where we are. That 40,000. Get the t-shirts ready. With that being said, CJ, I have nothing else to say. Awesome. Good stuff, bro. With that being said, folks, we are over and out. Take it away, El Cuco.